don't be afraid of leadership opportunities. Take them. Uh, chances are um, you may not always be successful, but there will be people there to help you and guide you. Uh, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Hi, I'm Murtaz Versi, and this is Engage, Relate, Perform, the show that helps leaders and organizations drive long-term results by fostering relationships and enhancing engagement. If you're looking to seriously improve your team's performance while impacting lives and succeeding at driving long-term results, then this is the show for you. It doesn't matter that you already have that dream title or simply curious about how far you can challenge yourself. I'll be giving you practical tips, relevant commentary, and valuable insights about how you can engage and utilize relationships with talent, community, and other stakeholders around you to achieve the best results and help them stick long-term. Get all the latest information at mutazaversi.com forward slash port. Once again, it's M-U-R-T-A-Z-A-V-E-R-S-I dot com forward slash port. Happy, healthy, and wealthy. Can you name a better trio? I can. It's called Engage, Relate, Perform. And welcome to the podcast. Today's guest has started on a journey to improve health by cycling and learned many other lessons along the way that improved self-leadership and service to others. This brings a whole new perspective to work-life equilibrium because whereas others choose to separate their at-work and at-home lives, today we are exploring how lessons learned during play can make check one interesting leader. Really quickly, I want to give you an amazing opportunity to download my very free, very useful, very much for you, ebook titled Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture. It is a 90-day effective guide to get you inspired for your leadership journey daily. These are practical tips you can follow every day to guarantee you give and you get the best out of the existing relationships for long-term results. As I say, it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. That's what culture means, a way of life. So if you want to do the work, but still enjoy the journey and above all, look forward to it day by day, then go to mutazaversi.com forward slash pod and download your copy of Engage, Relate, Perform. 90 days to conscious leadership and sustainable performance. Abdurrahman Hussain is the head of cybersecurity services at Softec Consultants with a passion for cyber and information security and helping clients to identify their security risks and determine their cybersecurity preparedness. He is a keen cyclist who organizes cyclist events in Tanzania, as well as an mem- active member of Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay, helping the community by implementing various service projects and fundraiser. Today, Abdurrahman is here to share uh, his leadership journey and how Cycling plays a huge role in shaping him both physically and in service to others. Karibu sana, Abdurrahman. Yeah, it's nice to nice to have you on board. Let me start with the first question. What prompted you to get started as a cyclist? Um, so I mean, I've always been a, a cyclist, I think, from the early age when my parents first got me a bicycle. Uh, but when, you know, you're, you're talking about it being a serious thing, I think um, it's been about five or six years ago since I started. Predominantly, it was because of where I lived um, and the friends that I had. Riding out on weekends was just a thing that uh, was done. 
So it, it became a hobby and then slowly it grew. Awesome. So uh, it started as a young kid riding bicycles, having fun with it and later using it uh, as an exercise, becoming a hobby. How has it helped you in your life, in your career, uh, in your uh, aspect of serving others? What did you learn in that in, in, in cycling? Sure. So um, first of all, there's this whole health aspect to it, right? Um, you do, you know, fitness of the mind and the body uh, allows you to then uh, function a lot better in other parts of your of your life. For me, I personally have a, with together with some friends, we organize uh, cycling events um, in Tanzania. And being part of the cycling scene is slowly become uh, considered as one of the trusted opinion voices, if I could say. So that, in a way, has, has led me to organize some groups, organize some group rides, organize events. And, and so if the leadership comes uh, from that side. Actually, you know, these are just everyday people, right? Um, and with that, that has helped me to be able to relate to people that I work with and to be able to relate to people that I uh, interact with at a, on a business level as well. And when you talk about interacting with them, uh, of course, it comes up, you build up your interaction, you build up your confidence, I guess, uh, as you interact with them. You build somewhere of approach, engaging with them. How has that been in terms of engaging with them and relating with them, especially in the field of cycling and then bring it back to work? How has that helped? From purely a human interaction perspective, that's made things easy because now you have a shared passion, you have a shared goal, um, and it is to get out, to ride your bike, etc. Um, so certain barriers have been lifted because of that, and it makes it easier for those interactions. Now, if you take that back to everyday work, for example, um, being able to find a shared goal or common mission with the other person helps a lot in terms of how then do you have that conversation with them. Um, and obviously putting in the, the, the due respect that is required, I think you, you're, you're much better off and makes things very, very easy. It's interesting you said that because I know platforms like Rotary and the cycling itself gives you some skills because when as a leader, how do you just get people or get the members to move with you towards achieving the rotary goals where you know exactly that you can't tell them what to do like you would in in an organization settings right uh, but in, in a club setting like that uh, cycling uh, rotary club how do you then engage and uh, relate with those people and get them to really come along with you in achieving the goals. Mm. It's funny you should say that because I always think of um, running projects in Rotary as, as if you're trying to herd a bunch of cats. Uh, everyone has their own autonomy. Everyone is a leader in their own right. Um, and then you coming and trying to tell them what to do or uh, you know, becomes difficult. However, I do believe because we have come together for a shared purpose, you know, our goal is to help those that are less fortunate. As long as we can have that in common, I think it, more often than not, it proves uh, very fruitful. It makes it easier for, for us to um, work together. And, and there are different leadership styles, I believe. And whilst, you know, I may have one way of leadership it's always a refreshing uh, opportunity to let someone else lead and, and to, to learn from them and be able to see the difference in, 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 in the two styles. Absolutely. And they say leading others starts with leading self. 
Correct, yes. Let's talk about living self. Mm -hmm. What's your thought on that? What's your share? What's your experience on living self? Um, so for me, it's to do with my life. I think um, you need to have certain disciplines. So I, for example, you know, you've already talked about the cycling side of things. I try and keep myself healthy by engaging in cycling or other forms of uh, sports and exercise. Um, but leading self also requires some sort of discipline, requires that you need to focus on some of your goals. Um, and you need to have clarity in those. So I think once you have the discipline with your goals in terms of uh, what do you want to achieve both in your personal life as well as your um, as well as your work life or social life, et cetera. Um, I think it's it, it's clear. You know, the goals are clear, the path is clear, um, and it's just the execution. And we say, and I, even though I say it's just the execution, the execution is the hardest part, right? You know, things things fail not because of lack of vision, but lack of execution. Um, so, you know, by having a vision, by having those goals, by having your discipline, I think you're you 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 are almost there in terms of um, setting the right plan, and then it just comes to the execution, which which. You know, all of those things mentioned, they do contribute a lot towards the, the ease of execution. I was um, I was reading a book about, I forget who the author is now, but it's about uh, atomic habits and how um, building those habits um, helps you. Building these small, small habits helps towards your, uh, towards your achieving uh, bigger goals. And uh, one of the things is, is they talk about in the book is making things simple to do, right? Making them very, very simple. So then you are less discouraged to do it. Um, and that's definitely helped, you know, having those plans, um, having, um, making promises to people to keep you accountable helps a lot. I like the one you're saying about atomic habits and making those simple actions on a daily basis, I guess. Uh, how do you do that? What what? Give us an example of how do you get those small habits to become atomic habits? Okay, so for example, um, let's say I want to get up and cycle. So normally I would get up at 5 a.m. in the morning uh, to go out cycling. And with the weather and, you know, with a long day before, it can be quite challenging to do that, right? So one thing that I always do before I sleep is I make sure that um, – you know, my bike lights are plugged in and charging. Any uh, cycling gadgets that I need charging are plugged in. I take out all my cycling clothes and gear and lay it out so that in the morning, um, I, less, I have very little um, discouragements in a way because now everything is there. It makes it easy. All I have to do is get up, brush my teeth, put the stuff on and get out. Um, and, and, and that helps. And it's just a little thing um, that you do the night before, which helps. Um, a similar thing would be, um, you know, to prepare to prepare for a meeting the day before, for example. Uh, it makes it easy the next day because what you spend half an hour today uh, makes it very easy the next day. So those are some of the things that I do um, to, to build that to build that habit. One of the things they I, I I give this example. A friend of mine was trying to quit smoking, and and this is how they made it very very difficult. Uh, was the flip side of build the you know to build good habits you need to make it very easy but to break bad habits you need to make it very difficult so for himself to stop smoking he made a, 
an agreement with himself that he would only smoke when he traveled, I don't know, it was like 10 kilometers away. So he had to travel 10 kilometers away to a friend's house so that he could smoke. And within, you know, one or two times of doing that, it becomes very, very inconvenient. Uh, and, it, and, it, and, and it became difficult and they eventually stopped. So that's another way of those atomic habits. Another example of those atomic habits that you can use to, to, to um, break bad habits. Awesome. That's, that's a very interesting part of uh, preparation and planning and execution because that's the part of execution, which a lot of people, a lot of us suffer from execution simply because we do not create those habits. And I guess that's a fantastic uh, approach to start uh, building individual, building self so that you can lead others. And, and when you come to leading others then in the projects, how do you go around it? Once you're building yourself, how does it impact uh, the people around you in terms of leadership? Sure. So I would say that whilst um, being a leader might be a position that you are given. It doesn't necessarily mean that you will get stuff done, right? So um, the, the, the job of the leader is to help those doing the work, to, to help them to do their work, to reduce any, any, any hindrances that they may have. So for me, it is all about the interactions with those people because ultimately they are the ones who are going to complete the work. And so I would say having a good a uh, good relationship with them uh, does help um, and being there for them to help them to reduce any blockages, that also helps. Thank you, Abdul. So many good points to work with on relating to people, engaging with them on a more human level, performing acts of services as well as building atomic habits for sustainable performance. All the things we talked about weekly, implement daily through ERP. I want to wrap up this session with the usual three questions. First, we have a question here from Kevin Korgba, uh, John Maxwell Certified Leadership uh, Speaker. He's a leadership speaker, trainer and coach. Please listen and respond. What are the three things you would do to make the biggest impact within your community? Okay, so thank you for that. I mean, I think um, for starters, we, we spoke about um, self-leadership, right? Uh, if we are personally not in the right space, I don't think we can do anything for our community. So the first thing I would do or the first thing I would recommend people to do is to be selfish. Um, finding time and making time for yourself um, is very, very important towards um, the mental stability and the personal well-being um, to be able to then attend and be there at 100 percent you know there's no point in you being in a position where uh, you're supposed to be helping others or you're supposed to be uh, creating an impact if you are not 100 uh, percent present so i think being selfish and being able to set some time for yourself is important um, doing the things that uh, make you happy the things that relax you and this could be time away from everything and everybody and and, and that's uh, pretty good so so um personal state of well-being is very key to be able to uh, create an impact secondly i would say being selfless so it is quite the opposite of the first one um, service requires you to, to think and put others before yourself right um, whether that is uh, serving your family, serving um, your community, you need to be able to have that um, quality 
uh, or that ability to be selfish so that you can consider um, the needs of others first. So that will be my second, um, uh, my second thing to do uh, or second thing to bear in mind. Um, and then lastly, no matter, what, um, no matter what is in front of you, no matter what you have to do, I think, like I said before, the people are the ones that are going to be uh, doing the work. As a leader, um, whether that is the people that are going to doing the work or whether, the, whether it is the people who are supposed to be receiving um, the help, having a good relationship with them and working with those people well uh, could you know, multiply your goals significantly. So those are the three things I would say, uh, yeah, I would, I would recommend or I would do to cause a maximum impact. Second, please leave a question for the next guest to answer. We'll go with the theme of service um, and helping others. How do you best engage others uh, when it comes to service? It is very easy um, to lead or to give orders to people under your um, supervision, for example, if you're in, an, in, a, in a corporate setting or in a work setting. Um, but how do you engage people to then do the service? How do you engage people to put in maximum effort? Third, you have 30 seconds to broadcast your message to the world. Okay, so I think um, the things that I mentioned before in answer to your question um, would would still stand. However, perhaps um, I can just emphasize on the factor that it is important to be mindful of your personal mental state and your personal well-being. We often overlook this part, and I don't know if it is a culture that we have uh, as a people here, but we sometimes overlook the we overlook our personal mental state, um, and as a result, that impacts us. And as a result, people uh, people may not um, engage well, may not participate well in the community, or perhaps may not. Um, be in a good place at their at their uh, place of work. So that's number one. Um, number two, I would say don't shy away from opportunities of leadership. Personally, uh, through the cycling community that I have engaged, through the Rotary community that I am in, multiple opportunities of leadership do come through. Um, sometimes maybe we might think that leadership is being the head of something, being the president of this or that. But sometimes it is as easy as uh, trying to organize a trip. You know, that I think perhaps that might be the, the simplest form of, of, of leadership experience you could have. Or organize a trip to Bagamoya, for example. Uh, we overlook the, 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 the uh, elements that go into it. We think it's a lot simple, but there is coordination, there is uh, planning, um, there is leadership there. Um, and, and so in, in, in an, you know, summing it all up, don't be afraid of leadership opportunities. Take them. Uh, chances are um, you may not always be successful, but there will be people there to help you and guide you. Uh, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Brilliant. I think that's a brilliant point. Yes, you wanted to add something else. Yeah, so I wanted to uh, add one last point is um, think about self-development. A, um, a lot of young people forget that uh, you, know, you have to constantly grow. Uh, you have to constantly enrich your mind, enrich your skill set. So whenever there is an opportunity to develop new skills or if there is an opportunity to learn new, um, com to learn new competencies, whatever, uh, do 
do go for them. You know, don't um, think, okay, now I've got my degree certificate, my master's certificate, whatever, uh, that that should be enough. Uh, think about how else can you enrich um, your mind, um, even if it is even if it is uh, reading books or, or reading magazines or attending courses on self-development, do that. It does, um, it will do uh, give you a great benefit and it will do you well. Great. So three things. One is uh, the first thing that you need to do is, uh, if I remember well, is lead, um, lead others, uh, Take a lead. Don't worry about uh, your position. It can go as small as uh, as it has uh, it, as it can be, uh, like organizing a trip to Bagamoyo or whatever, right? Uh, number two is self development. Make sure that you develop yourself. But even more important, and that takes the lead, is your mental health. Uh, a lot of things that require this at this time of moment, especially, and I, I agree with you with the times that we are in and the times that we are going to go ahead, I think mental health will be one of the most important aspect of success uh, for us all. And um, yes, I think those three are very strong points that uh, great advice to, to members. So if you're listening to this, uh, uh, this podcast, I think it's uh, important to take note of what uh, Abdul Rahman has just said and, you know, tell us how you're going to use it and what are you going to do with it? Because we'd love to hear from all of you how you're going to use these three points to make yourself, to make your people around you and to create impact in lives. Thank you for listening and see you next time. And remember to lead others by first leading yourself. Merci beaucoup. You've been listening to Engage, Relate, Perform. Hosted by me, Mutraza Bersi. Make sure you've subscribed to this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to visit mutrazaversi.com forward slash pod to download all the resources, show notes, and all the freebies mentioned in this episode, including your copy of my highly effective ebook, Engage, Relate, Perform 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture, plus extras just for subscribe. Once again, Go to matazaversi.com forward slash pod and get everything you need. And we'll be back next week for more Engage, Relate, Perform.